Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. So today we are going to be doing what I'm going to call an Ask Me Anything, which is a live Q&A where we are going to focus in on a very specific topic, which is how do freight brokers and freight agents get shippers? So I'm assuming you're going to be asking me lots of questions about uh, about cold calling and cold emailing and filling your funnel and overcoming objections and and all these different things, okay? So we're going to be talking about and, and freight niches and all these different things, right? Rating and all these different things. So we're going to be talking about a variety of different topics, but the topic is going to be determined by you because you are going to ask the questions and I'm going to do my absolute best to answer those questions, okay? Here's the first question, and it's a very common question from Ashley Patterson, MBA. Congratulations. What time of day is the best to approach shippers and what days? Okay, good question. Uh, let's start with the best days to approach. So I would tell you the most, you have to approach shippers every day, five days a week. You have to be prospecting every day. So even if I tell you the best days, I'm not telling you not to prospect on those other days. What I'm telling you is that you may have to prospect harder on those days in order to get the same sort of results. So the best days to prospect are probably Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You can imagine Mondays and Fridays as a shipping manager are, are very challenging. They're more challenging than any other day of the week typically. Now, the best times to prospect, the same thing applies. If I tell you X time, it doesn't mean I don't want you calling throughout the day because I've made cold calls and sent cold emails and done meetings uh, and done Zooms uh, between anywhere between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Now, those that's a wide range of hours. In most cases, you are going to get contacts in the shipping department and the logistics part department, be, most contacts are going to be taken between eight and four. Okay. Usually between eight and four, that's the time when they're in the office. The exception to that, and here's a little bit of a hack. If you're having a hard time getting hold of a potential prospect between eight and four, then what you might want to do is try to call them a little bit before 30 minutes before like 715, 730, 745, or call them a little bit later, maybe 4.35 or even 5.30. Because what you'll find is at the beginning of the day and the end of the day before the bells, let's call it eight and four. There's a bell at eight and a bell at four, right? If you call before the bell, before everything gets crazy, before the phone starts ringing, before they get starting to get pulled in a million directions, sometimes you can get a hold of them early. So 7, 7.30 might not be a bad play, and 4.35, 5.30 might not be a bad play if you're having a hard time getting a hold of a prospect. But the best times, days and times, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, typically between eight and four. If you're having a hard time, call a little bit before that. That would be my suggestion. If you're also having a hard time getting a hold of a prospect, sometimes uh, you might find you can get a hold of them Saturdays, believe it or not. Now, not all shipping managers work on Saturdays. But if you're having a hard time getting a hold of a prospect, a big prospect that you think is important, it's worth it to try to make a few calls uh, early to mid-morning on a Saturday because they may have to be in there playing catch-up on paperwork. 
playing catch up on shipments. And some shippers actually ship seven days a week. So uh, most of it happens Monday through Friday. So I hope that answers your question, but that's a great question to start with. Thank you so much. Okay. So here's a very common question from Rajinder Kaur, and it is how to pick freight to start with produce steel. So you're asking the question, if I'm not misunderstanding your question is how do you pick your freight niche? How do you pick your niche as a freight broker? So I teach four basic strategies that you can use to pick your niche. Before I give you those strategies, what I want you to understand is if you have experience in a specific industry, for example, if you're coming from the steel industry or you're coming from the produce industry or you're coming from the pharmaceutical industry, that can always be a great place to start because you have connections, experience, knowledge. You've got a lot of things going for you. So things you have experience with in your past may be a great place to start. Now, let me give you the four prong strategy for picking your niche. Number one, you can pick it by equipment type. So for example, if you want to focus in on just vans, like I did when I first got started, you could only focus on van freight. If you want to focus on refrigerated, meaning things that need to be temperature controlled, you can focus in on refrigerated freight. If you want to focus in on flatbed freight or heavy haul or power only, or, you know, other types of equipment. If you want to focus in on a specific niche, you can focus in on that niche based on equipment. That's a great place to start because it narrows you down, right? The second way you can do it is based on industry. So you can focus in on the produce industry, the steel industry, pharmaceutical industry. You can focus in on oil and gas. There's all kinds of different industries out there, right? That you can focus in on. I think that would be a great way to do it. That's number two. Number three is you can focus in on a geography. Now, a geography, what I mean is you can narrow it down to what I did was a region. So when I first started, here's a perfect example. I'm located in Buffalo, New York. So I focused in on the Northeast. So if freight picked up in New York, PA, New Jersey, all the way up through New England, okay? If it picked up in that region and went West or South, that was my niche, but it had to be on a van. Okay. So that's a region. So you can focus in on a region. You can focus in on a lane. You can focus in on some sort of geography, right? So you could say Northeast to the Midwest. You could say Pacific Northwest uh, outbound. You could say Texas outbound or Texas inbound, whatever you want. You could focus in on it based on geography, right? So that's number three. And fourth is what I call a hybrid. Now a hybrid is where you would pick one of the other three and then you would combine one of the first three. So for example, I told you a little bit of story when I first started back in 2003, my niche was Northeast outbound van freight. So you can see I picked geography and I picked equipment type. You could do the exact same thing. You, I could have done the exact same thing with flatbed, but I chose van to start with at that time. Those are the ways that I teach to pick your freight broker niche. And again, understand something, just because you start in a specific niche, let's say it's a small niche, doesn't mean that that's the only niche you can pursue throughout your career. The way I did it was very simple. We started with vans, Northeast outbound, and then eventually we progressed into refrigerated Northeast outbound and flatbed Northeast outbound. And then we picked some other geography and we started moving some freight in the Southeast. 
And then we started moving some freight out of the Midwest. And then all of a sudden we had freight moving everywhere, but that was years later. But I'm telling you now that the important thing is that um, you have to niche down. Don't make the mistake of trying to be everything to everybody. It's a surefire way to fail, okay? So I want you to niche down, use one of those four strategies that I shared with you, and I think that'll help. Good question. Okay, so Janessa asks, when calling shippers, do we ask to speak, speak to a specific department or person? All right, so the department you're gonna be talking to is gonna be shipping, transportation, or logistics, typically the shipping department. Now, my suggestion is not to, not to necessarily ask for the shipping department. What you might want to do is to do a little bit of research in advance, which is what I teach, okay, which is um, to do a little bit of research and find out who the shipping manager is, who the logistics manager is, who the warehouse manager is. So in sales, when you're trying to get through the gatekeeper and get to the right person, it's always better to ask for them by name, Okay. It creates a sense of familiarity and you are going to get screened less if you ask for them by name than if you were to just ask for the shipping department. They may say, uh, what's this in regards to? And then they may try to screen you out or filter you out or just send you to a voicemail. But if you ask specifically for Joe Smith, um, could you, hey, could you just patch me through to Joe Smith and shipping? And then all of a sudden now they just fire you through because they think you know him or her or whatever the case may be. That's going to decrease the likelihood of you getting screened out. So typically you're going to be calling on the shipping department, the logistics department, uh, and you're going to try to call on the shipping manager, logistics manager, transportation manager, uh, you know, freight manager, warehouse manager. Those are the typical titles that you're going to be looking for. So I hope that helps. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to give you a little bit of a teaser here. Okay. I said that we have a big announcement. So the big announcement is this last year, I launched my freight broker sales accelerator program. That is a five week coaching program where I coach you personally uh, on my entire freight broker sales accelerator program, which is where I take that piece of my brain and I transplant it into your head. We talk about everything and anything related to what do we got? Uh, Man, it's, you know, anything from mindset to filling your sales funnel to proper follow-up strategies, objection handling, how to close the sale, how to get referrals, how to retain your clients, you know, customer retention, as well as freight broker sales technology, right? And how to leverage that. So this is a course and a coaching program. Now, that program, we've, ran, we've had over 300 students in that program. We've had a couple hundred people that have actually done a post uh, program survey, meaning after they went through the five-week program, after they went through the entire course, they actually did a survey. And on that survey, they were asked to rate the program from one to 10. Okay. One being horrible, 10 being perfect. I was hoping for an eight. I would have settled for a seven, but we got a 9.5 plus. Okay. On that, on the program. So it's the best program I've ever put together. And that program right now, as of this morning, is only open to people that were on the wait list. You probably heard me talking about the wait list for quite a while now. You had to get on the wait list. You had to get on the wait list because it's going to sell out. But I'm going to make an exception for everybody here that's watching this live. Okay. So here's what I want you to do. I'm going to leave this up on the screen really quick. 
If you are interested in the Freight Broker Sales Accelerator Program, you're interested in me helping you and teaching you and guiding you through the entire process, go to freightbrokerbootcamp.com forward slash FBSA, stands for Freight Broker Sales Accelerator. That's going to give you all the details, okay? Now, you will be able to enroll, but you got, but it's going to be very limited with that link because I'm not going to allow everybody to enroll. I promised that I would only allow the waitlist people to enroll first. We've got uh, seats are limited to 100 people. And I know we filled a ton of those spots already, right? So if you are serious and you really want to get involved and you really want to get enrolled, you got to check that out now. But I want you to understand that is the announcement. I couldn't hold until the end. I was going to try to wait all the way to the end, but I couldn't. I wanted to let everybody know that. Um, but I am going to jump back into the Q&A and then I'll bring this back up. But if you are serious and you really want to dig in, this is where I can coach you, right? In an environment, number one, you get lifetime access to the entire online training program. Plus you get me coaching you for five full weeks, okay? Teaching you everything I know about this not in a format like this, but where we actually are on a call, a live Zoom call, and I can help coach and implement you through the entire process, okay? So um, you can check that out at the link below, freightbreakerbootcamp.com forward slash FBSA. All right, so let's jump back into the questions. Okay, so if you're looking to gather some sales intelligence to find out who the shipping manager is and it's not on their website, go to LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the best place to gather sales intelligence about your prospect. It's a free pro it's a LinkedIn is the world's largest professional networking site. It's a hundred, it's a free, you don't need to pay to have an account there. So go to LinkedIn. Um, you can search by company name. You can search by geography. You can search by per, a person's name. There's it's very granular. You can hopefully find them and then you'll identify who that person is. And then you'll be able to use that in your cold outreach, whether that be via phone, whether that be email, or whether that be LinkedIn or otherwise. And that's all a big part of what I teach in the Freight Broker Sales Accelerator. I teach that entire process. I teach the multi-touchpoint outreach strategy. I teach how to do that. I teach that follow-up sequence that helps to significantly increase your conversion rate. Okay? So I hope that helps. So good question, Paul. Okay, so question from Brandy. So I'm out of training and have been cold calling and sending emails for the last two weeks. Nothing so far. What can I do to get shippers? Trying to keep my head up, but feeling a little discouraged. Okay. So, you know, without being able to speak to you, Brandy, it's going to be very hard to answer your specific questions because I'd have to ask you a whole bunch of questions, but I'm going to go just from a general format of having coached hundreds and hundreds of people on this topic and trained thousands of people to be brokers I'm going to kind of assume that you fit into that same category. And the biggest problem that I hear people, uh, that I see people have when um, trying to get their first shipper is a couple of things. Number one, they're very nervous and they sound like reading. They sound like they're reading and they lack confidence. They lack what I call verbal posture. Okay. I, on the other hand, and the exact opposite, right? I have lots of confidence and lots of verbal posture. You see me up here talking, right? One of the big issues that I find is that shippers can sense if you are nervous, they can sense if you're not confident, they can sense if you're reading. So that's one thing to take a look at. Number two, um, your sales pitch, your cold call pitch is focused all about you and not about them. 
So you get on the phone and you start vomiting on them about features and you start talking about your company and how great it is. And you start talking about all these things and it's not about them, right? You need to make it about them. That's what's important to them. They don't care about you. They don't care about your, you know, any of that. What they care about is them. What can you do for them? What pain can you solve? What problem or challenge can you help them fix, right? So um, that's a big part of it. Don't make it about you, make it about them. That's another thing you might want to take a look at in your presentations. Number three, you sound just like everybody else. And what I mean by that, by that is a lot of people will call up and say, uh, hi, my name is Dennis. I'm a freight broker. I wonder if I can move your freight. You sound just like everybody else. So because you sound just like everybody else, they're going to treat you like everybody else, which is they're going to give you the Heisman and they're going to tell you, I don't do business with brokers or I'm not interested or I don't have time or no thank you or just hang up, whatever the case may be. So you have to be different. If you haven't heard me say this before, different is better than better. It's easier to be different than it is to be better. Let me explain what I mean by that. It's hard to be better at rates. It's hard to be better at communications. It's harder to be better at service. It's harder to be better at all of those things, right? Because it's a no win game. Someone's always better. So it's hard to be better, but it's not that hard to be different. So when you sound different or you take in a different approach, you will get, you will get that prospect's attention. Because the hardest part of sales is just getting their attention. You've heard the old adage, A-I-D-A, attention, interest, decision, right? All that, right? So the hardest part, you got to get their attention in the first 15 seconds. This is a big part of what I cover in the Freight Broker Sales Accelerator, which is how to create a winning sales hook. Again, for those of you that are interested in the Freight Broker Sales Accelerator, you can check that out at the link below but you have to learn how to get their attention. You've got about five, 10, maybe 15 seconds to get their attention so that they will then give you another minute or two for you to do a quick presentation and then do, you know, to hook them, right? So those are a few things that I want you to consider. The other thing is, is that, you know, what you lack in experience, you can make up for in numbers. Here's what I know. When I first started in sales, I was terrible. I sucked. I was the worst salesperson they had ever hired. This is back in like 1992, okay? The year I was a senior in college. Some of you have probably heard that story. I was the worst salesperson they had ever hired. But what I lacked in experience, I made up for in numbers and I emulated other successful people that were around me that had already done it. There was no coaching program. There was no sales accelerator. None of that existed, but I did buy some books. I bought some cassettes. I bought some training programs. I immersed myself in those programs and out the other end, I came within about six months, I became one of the top salespeople in the, in the company. And then from there, went on to start my own businesses and I've been an entrepreneur since 1994. So it's been almost 30 years I've been an entrepreneur. Listen, if you're struggling with this, I get it. This is the reason why I put together the Freight Broker Sales Accelerator program, exactly for people like you. You've gotten through step one you've gotten your freight broker authority or you've become a freight broker agent and you're ready to go, but you're struggling to get your first customers. That's the reason why I put this entire program together. Okay. Uh, I just launched it last year. I resisted for 10 years, mainly because I knew how hard it was going to be, how much time it was going to take. You understand, I've got hundreds of hours, hundreds of hours of my time into creating this program. This is the best program I've ever put together, hands down, bar none. 
Okay. And, and all the users agree as well. 9.5 plus out of 10 ratings. So if you're struggling with sales, I just highly, highly suggest that you check out the freight broker sales accelerator. You can see the link there. Let's jump to the next question. Thank you for, uh, thank you for asking. Okay. So Vivian Roman asks, is there a hidden website with listed shipper contracts? No. You know, there is no website that you're going to go to that's going to give you shippers, right? It's, it's just not going to happen. Um, so it's, it requires sales. It requires prospecting. It requires outreach. And yeah, I know it's hard. It's hard. Every one of my students that is now making six or seven figures said the exact same thing on the front end. Is there a way that I can hack the system and go direct without having to make cold calls? Is there a way that I can hack the system without doing prospecting or sales? Is there a way that I can cheat the system and get to the top of the list? The answer is no. It's a process. But here's the good news. You have to learn to enjoy the process. Right now, you're new and you're struggling, right? And most of you that are listening to this now. And I get it. You know, cash flow is important. You got to land that first customer. You got to start generating some revenue. So all I can tell you is this, take some of what I've talked about today, the questions that we've answered today, and try to extrapolate what you need to hear today. And if that's not enough, check out the Freight Broker Sales Accelerator. Again, I don't know any other way to really do a deep dive and teach you that piece of my brain that can help you to get shippers. But the only way I can really do that I can't do it in this format because it's not just what you say, because every, what, you, what you say is going to be different. You have to learn how to create what I call freight broker sales hooks, right? You have to create a sales hook and that sales hook can be used uh, over the phone. It can be used face-to-face. -face, it can be used in email. It can be used via LinkedIn. It can be used through direct mail even, but you need to learn how to create a sales hook, how to implement that sales hook, how to get their attention. And then from getting their attention, you need how to, you need to learn how to qualify and ask good questions to number one, show them that you're very educated. And number two, to gather that intelligence so that you can, so that you can present a solution to them that makes you a little bit different, but more valuable and makes them willing to give you an opportunity. Again, um, I know I'm beating a dead horse here, but if you guys are serious about building your freight brokerage or your freight agency and you don't get involved in the freight broker sales accelerator, I'm sorry. I, I don't feel bad for you. I've made it as cheap as I possibly could, right? I had two options there. One was I could make it as cheap as possible and give it out to as many people as possible and not be able to provide a whole lot of support or I could raise the price a little bit have a smaller group, which I've limited to a hundred people. And then I could spend a lot of time with those people over a five week program. So you're going to get my undivided attention and I'll be your sales coach. Okay. So I hope that helps. Okay. So here's a good question from, uh, Lakina after making contact with a shipper and they agree to go forward, how long does it usually take before that conversation and you being able to pick your loads? Okay. I'm going to assume based on having a lot of these conversations that you had a conversation with a prospect, the conversation went well, they said they were open and interested in talking to you and one of two things happened or didn't happen. Either they gave you some lanes to quote on 
and you've quoted those lanes and you've agreed to a price, in that scenario, once you've agreed to a rate in some lanes, then all you're waiting for at that point, if they've accepted you and you're going to be the primary on that lane, all you're waiting for is that shipment to come up. A good question to ask is, you know, what's the volume on that shipment? Is that something that's daily, weekly, monthly? You can inquire. And then at that point, you're just waiting for that shipment to get tendered to you so you can start moving those loads. If they have not asked you for rates yet, okay, if they've not asked you for rates, they said, hey, you sound like an interesting guy. Yeah, we need some help and we need some help. If they haven't given you lanes yet, you need to get some specific lanes. Anything else between now and then paperwork-wise is really irrelevant because if you don't line up rate-wise, if you don't line up and being able to support and service with the capacity that they need, the equipment that they need, and the rates that they need, um, then or that you can agree to, then at that point, it's really a, all the rest of it's a moot point. So if you're at this point now and you haven't done rates, my suggestion is for you to get on the phone with them or to try to get a list of lanes, a bid package, a lane package, or some of the lanes that maybe they're struggling with or need help with so that you can, at that point, start doing some due diligence on, on capacity in those lanes, rates in those lanes, the carriers are in those lanes, so you could provide some quotes. And then at that point, you can start the negotiations as to whether um, they're going to move on with you and then take you on as an actual primary broker on one of those lanes. And that that's going to process is going to convert into freight. Okay. So I hope that helps, but I, I, I wanted to kind of funnel through that. If you have already done the, the quotes and you guys have negotiated and they've already accepted you as a broker on that lane, you need to find out what the volume is and find out how many shipments that's going to equate to for you. And it's very reasonable to ask that because you want to make sure you're prepared and have the capacity. Maybe they're going to say you do one a week or one a day or five a day, whatever the case may be. But you need to make sure you're prepared on that before they pull the switch. And then the other side of it is if you haven't done rates yet, if you haven't done a bid package, if you haven't done a lane package, if they haven't gotten specific on lanes, at that point, you, this is when you need to start getting specific on those lanes. Okay. So I hope that helps. Okay. So Joseph Halt asks, I'm a brand new agent. Congrats. My broker wants me to put together a 500 plus shipper list to start calling. I don't even know where to begin. Drove OTR for six years, but was, uh, but that was five years ago. Can you help? Okay, Joseph. So uh, you need to identify your niche. I talked about that early in this Q&A. You need to figure out what your niche is. Once you figure out your niche, then at that point you can, if you're a Freight Broker Bootcamp member, right? If you're a paid member of Freight Broker Bootcamp, you have access to an entire shipping directory of over a hundred thousand shippers. Okay. Now, they're not all going to be in your niche, but I can tell you there's over a hundred thousand shippers if you are part of the Freight Broker Bootcamp startup course. All right. If you are not part of that program, you can go to places like LinkedIn. You can go to places like ThomasNet. There are some free directories online where you can search based on, based on industry or based on different geography or based on different specific needs or the niche that you're in. That would be my suggestion to you. But first you got to identify your niche, then make the list, and then you can start calling. My suggestion is don't wait till you have 500 to start calling because you're not going to make when you're first starting out, likelihood is you're probably not going to make that many calls per day, but it is a good idea to try to get at least a couple hundred on a list so that you can get started, get the ball rolling. Cause you're going to need to learn, right? Here's the facts. Joseph, on your first cold call, you're probably not going to be that good and that's okay. But by your 10th call and your 50th call and your hundredth call, you will be dramatically better. The problem is you got to touch first before you can touch second. I can't give you a hack to slide home, but 
I do get your point. Congratulations on being in, getting your agent position. And uh, I look forward to hearing back from you after you get your first shipper. Good question, Jamie. How do you get a shipper's attention? You have to be different. You cannot sound like every other freight broker and salesperson that's calling them. If you sound like everybody else, then you're going to get treated just like everybody else. So you have to be different. That's a big part of why in the Freight Broker Sales Accelerator, I teach how to create a compelling sales hook. There's an entire framework, an entire process that I teach in order to do that. It's a framework that teaches you exactly how to get your prospects attention. This is the challenge that most salespeople have. It's the first 15 seconds of the sales call because you're making a first impression. And that first impression is either good or bad. If it's bad, then they're gone. If it's good, you're gonna buy enough time, you're gonna get another 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes to do your presentation, to ask some good questions and to continue to be different. And then at that point, that's now you've developed some basic rapport and they're probably gonna give you an opportunity uh, to have a longer conversation at that point or down the road schedule some sort of a call. So the key is to be different. The key is to have something compelling and interesting to say. For example, I'm going to give you an example, right? There's two examples. Freight broker one calls up a prospect and says, hey, my name's Dennis. I'm with XYZ Logistics. We help companies like you move your freight. I was wondering if I, uh, if you need any help moving your truckload freight. That's scenario one. That's what he's heard hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Okay, that's what most freight brokers do. And most people think that that's right, but that's not right. Scenario B, okay, this is an example of how I teach to create a compelling sales hook, something that's different, okay? So before I called that prospect, I gathered some sales intelligence. I was on LinkedIn, I was on their website, and I noticed that they had recently acquired a company say they were uh, in their niche or in their industry. They, in the last couple months, they had acquired a company. They had went out and spent tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars to acquire another company. And now they've got to integrate those two companies together. One of the hardest parts of integrating two companies together is the logistics department, is the shipping department, is the warehousing and inventory. That's one of the biggest issues when you acquire a company. So, I know this is a challenge. I know that they've acquired this company. So I know they're going to experience a bunch of issues. So I call up and I say, hey, Joe, my name is Dennis Brown. Congratulations. I heard you guys just acquired XYZ. And I wait and he responds, oh, yeah, yeah, we just acquired that company. Well, listen, I know you're busy, but I just wanted to reach out really quick. With that acquisition, I know there are a whole host of challenges now, I've worked with different companies in the past on these challenges, and I was just curious, a lot of these challenges take a month or two or maybe even six months to service their head. How are you handling some of the challenges associated with that acquisition? And I zip my lip. Now, I'm not going to go into what he says or where we go from there, but I want, I want you to understand, do you see the difference between scenario A and scenario B? Do you see why scenario B, what I just gave you was a compelling sales hook, right? And is different than anything else he's ever heard before. So that's a perfect example of how to be different 
and how different is better than better. Now that doesn't guarantee me he's going to buy from me. It doesn't guarantee he's going to be my customer. What it guarantees is he's going to give me another minute or two to have a conversation with him. Because you asked, how do I get their attention? That's exactly how you get their attention. That's exactly the framework and what I teach in the Freightbroker Sales Accelerator. But you can't use that scenario, that example with every prospect. But it's that methodology of creating a compelling sales hook and then how and what questions to ask to navigate and then how to overcome those objections and to finally close the sale. And then last but not least, obviously, customer retention, because this is something that most freight brokers suck at. Okay, so there's a whole bunch of things in there in the freight broker sales accelerator. Okay, so here's a question from Tiger Lily. Can you explain the difference between the startup program and the sales accelerator? Freight Broker Bootcamp is my startup program. Had that program for over a decade, trained over 10,000 students. That is for people that are true startups that don't know how to get their Freight Broker authority, don't know how to become an agent, don't know how to do rates, don't know how to use load boards, don't know the fundamentals of being a broker. That's the startup program. That's usually step one. The Freight Broker Sales Accelerator is a freight broker sales training program. It is very specific to just sales. I can't include it in the bootcamp program because it's too advanced for most people that don't have those fundamentals unless they have past experience. So the Freight Broker Sales Accelerator is a five, number one, the bootcamp is an online course, right? Where you go online and you consume all the content and you get online support. The Freight Broker Sales Accelerator is a hybrid program. Number one, you get a course that's specific that teaches all of those different components, all the different modules and all the different components of, that make up a freight broker sale. For example, like mindset, filling your sales funnel, uh, fo following up like a professional, how to handle objections, closing the sale without feeling like a dirty salesman, how to get an un unlimited supply of referrals, customer retention, and modern sales technology to help you get more customers. That's, that's the framework of what's covered in the program, right? In the Freight Broker Sales Accelerator. Now you have an online course you have lifetime access to for that. Um, but I also incorporate five weeks of calls where I do a call every week for five weeks where I coach you, right? I coach you on this entire process. So throughout that training program, you're going to have questions. We jump on a Zoom call and I answer those questions with you one-on-one. -on -one. Now it's a group program, but I answer those questions one-on-one. -on -one. So I'd be like me bringing you up on this screen and answering the question live. You can ask me the question. I can ask you some questions and then I can help answer that question for you. Okay. So I hope that helps. Okay. So Danelle Smith says, how do you feel about paying for generated lead services and CRM new broker? I think as a broker, you're going to need a CRM. Now a CRM is a customer relationship management tool. It's a, it's basically a, so a software, an online software that allows you to manage your sales funnel. And what I mean by that is you have leads, you have prospects and you have customers. And there's a lot of data associated with them, their name and their phone number and their address and the conversations you've had and emails you've had and quotes you've done. And you have an, the CRM is a repository for sales data. I do think you're going to need that because it's very hard to run something like this on a spreadsheet. Okay. You know, if you go to freightbrokerbootcamp.com forward slash blog uh, and you type in freightbroker software, I have an entire post that I did that covers all the software you need. I, I even recommend, I think, five or six different CRM programs on there that you could check out. So I hope that helps. As far as um, uh, paying for generated lead service, you know, as a startup, you could test it. It'll be pretty easy to test. If you've got a little bit of cash uh, and you can afford it, it's pretty easy to test. It's probably not a bad idea to test it. 
Uh, just be careful. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of shysters out there that'll promise you the world uh, and make sure it's specific to your niche. I think, you know, in most cases, it's probably not going to have an ROI, but you know, it might be something you want to test. I think personally, I would probably go out and get your own customers on your own first, because that's really going to be the most viable way for you to understand how to get a customer. Because if, if you always have to pay for a customer, the problem is, is, is that cost customer acquisition cost goes up, you may not be able to afford it. So again, you know, it's something that might be worth testing, but it past experience tells me that most of those guys are not going to work out. Good question. CI specialized heavy haul. Do you need a package for shippers to sign? You do not need a shipper broker contract in order to do business with a shipper. Now that might fly in the face of what a lot of people think, but it, you don't. I would tell you that probably seven or eight out of 10 of the shippers that we did business with did not require a contract and or they had their own contract, okay? You know, the only thing you're really gonna need to get from a shipper is a credit app of some sort so you can run credit and they agree to your credit terms. But do not let a contract slow you down with doing business with a shipper, okay? Um, the bill of lading is a contract in itself, right? So they are gonna have to pay for the transport. The bill of lading is a contract and they, you know, they can't get away from paying that. So ultimately, my suggestion to you is don't let a shipper broker contract slow you down. If a broker, if a shipper has one, then you're going to have to, re, they may require you to sign it. If they don't have one and you're not, you know, and you think that uh, your broker shipper contract is going to slow things down, it's not required. My suggestion is just get a credit app and make sure they understand your credit terms and that you require payment in 30 days or less. And if there's any sort of penalties or anything for paying late. Okay. So that would be my suggestion. Good question. Uh, Cynthia Moore, is a CRM and generating a sales pipeline spreadsheet the same? No. <laughs> um, having a spreadsheet with a bunch of, a bunch of names and phone numbers on it is not the same as a CRM. A CRM allows you to keep all of the data, including all your contact information, including notes from all your conversations, including copies of emails that go back and forth including the ability to schedule follow-ups and be reminded, including what's called sales automation for some CRMs that if then, if this, then that, right? Sort of things that create sales automation where emails will automatically go out and things of that nature. So there's a lot of difference between a CRM and just a spreadsheet. Okay. Hope that helps Cynthia. Okay, guys. So listen, that's going to wrap it up for today. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you being live. For those of you that were live, Check out the Freight Broker Sales Accelerator. Again, it's a five-week coaching program where I teach you everything I know about Freight Broker Sales, how to get customers. I hope you enjoyed the Q&A today. For those of you that are looking for the startup program and you're kind of maybe just dipping your toe in the waters, check out FreightBrokerBootCamp.com. Trained over 10,000 students and we offer a 60-day 100% money-back guarantee. Again, thank you for joining me. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.